Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news about the CMA Fest special. New music from Ashley McBride and an interview with Jordana Bryan. Everything you need to know in country music for the week of July 10th, 2023. This All Country News podcast episode is brought to you by Rebels and Renegades Music Festival. The three-day country music festival featuring Turnpike Troubadours and more coming to Monterey, California, October 6th through the 8th. Get your tickets at allcountrynews.com. And now for the hottest news in country this week. First piece of news we have to dive into is CMA Fest has officially announced their full list of performances for their July 19th ABC special. It includes so many incredible artists. It's hosted by Derek Bentley, L. King, and Lainey Wilson. The three-hour concert event features can't-miss collaborations and unforgettable performances that took place during the 50th anniversary of CMA Fest just last month in Nashville. Some of the biggest performers include Dan and Shay, Luke Combs, Eric Church, Tyler Hubbard, Miranda Lambert, Avril Lavigne, Little Big Town, Reba McIntyre, Tim McGraw. I honestly could go on and on. Make sure you head to allcountrynews.com to check out the full list. This is so exciting because leading up to the CMA Fest television special on July 19th, viewers can also enjoy the broadcast debut of CMA Fest 50 Years of Fanfare, which airs Tuesday, July 18th at 9 Eastern on ABC. The CMA-produced documentary celebrates the unique history of the largest and longest-running country music festival, including exclusive artist interviews and never-before-seen archival content. While watching back-to-back nights of country music on ABC, fans can be sure to get in on the fun for next year by purchasing passes for CMA Fest 2024. Four-night stadium passes for the 51st CMA Fest, which takes place in Nashville Thursday, June 6th through Sunday, June 9th, will be available for purchase through Ticketmaster Wednesday, July 18th at 10 a.m. Central. For details, visit cmafest.com. CMA Country Connection email subscribers gain pre-sale access Friday, July 14th at 10 a.m. Central. I am so excited about this, so make sure you set your DVRs and an alert on your calendar to get those tickets. This next item of news absolutely blew me away when I saw the footage. Country singer Ernest took a tumble off the stage at his St. Louis show, but absolutely stuck the landing. It looked like he was in for possible injuries, but got up like an absolute champ. You do not want to miss out on the footage of this. Make sure you head to his socials now, at Ernest on Instagram, also on TikTok. Stanley Cups have taken over the world, and if you're not on social media, especially TikTok, you won't even probably know what a Stanley Cup is, but it is becoming absolutely the must-have 
for your on-the-go drinking needs. And now you can get your very own Watermelon Moonshine Cup thanks to Stanley and Lainey Wilson. It's super cute. The bottom is, of course, that red watermelon interior color. And the top is a bright green with a green handle as well. One thing that I absolutely love about this collaboration, which came out this week, so make sure you go get it now. Not only will you be stylish, but this cup is made from recycled steel. So make sure you get one of those ASAP. Here's an item that I never thought I'd be talking about. One of the biggest country stars right now shotgunned a beer with his mom on stage, and that was none other than Hardy and his incredible mother, Sarah. The footage from this is absolutely insane. It happened during his Barefoot Country Music Festival set, and it is absolutely one of my favorite things I have seen this week. Make sure you head to allcountrynews.com and our socials now to check it out. This next story will warm you heart and you may even need a tissue. Shania Twain, super fan, got to meet her thanks to her boyfriend's DM to the country star. The story is so cool and just goes to show you never know what might happen if you reach out, put yourself out there. This woman's name is Melanie, and unfortunately, she was bullied a lot growing up, and Shania's music really helped her through those hard times. Her boyfriend DM'd Shania, and Shania took notice and called this girl up to the stage during the show. The footage from it is absolutely spectacular. You can check that all out now up on allcountrynews.com. This next item of news I have been absolutely geeking out over. Tracy Chapman finally broke her silence on Luke Combs covering her song Fast Car and she exclusively wrote to Billboard and shared not only her excitement but surprise. She said, I never expected to find myself on the country charts but I'm honored to be there. I'm happy for Luke and his success and grateful that new fans have found and embraced Fast Car. As if that wasn't already exciting enough, it looks like a collab could possibly be in the works. Tracy recently shared a video to her Instagram page, and it's a mashup of performances from both artists with the caption, Who would want to see this collaboration? Congratulations to Luke Combs' success with Fast Car. I think I can speak for all of us when I say, uh, yes, please, we absolutely need this. Let's get to some new music this week. Dylan Marlowe released his debut EP, Dirt Road, When I Die. It features eight tracks. All are absolutely fantastic, wonderful writing on this EP. So you're going to want to check out every single song. But if I had to tell you some of my favorites, it would be You Were Right, Nat's Song, and Record High. Justin Champagne reflects on fatherhood and powerful new track, Without a Dad. This one will definitely hit you all in the feels. The touching track serves as a promise to Justin's young son. Justin's own father passed away when he was just six years old, leaving his mother to juggle multiple jobs to help provide for the family. The loss of his father, who was an amateur musician himself, shaped Justin's own approach to music and was determined to chase down the creative milestones that would have made his dad proud. 
He said about this song, I had to slow down. My career was taking off, but I knew I had to be there for him. I didn't want him to grow up like I did without a dad. The song is so special, and like I said, it's going to give you all the feels. But what will make you super emotional is that there is a stunning music video that documents the push and pull Justin feels as he navigates fatherhood and a blossoming music career. It's full of home movies and moments on stage. The video is so perfect. So not only is this a must listen for a week, but the video is a must watch for this week. This is latest single, Neon Dreamin', and it is honky tonk perfection. It's all about finding love at a bar. And this song reminds me so much of the music that was coming out in the very early 2000s. So for all my country fans who are purists, you are going to love this track. It's a really fun one. Caleb Smith paints a picture of summer love and sophomore single Ride. This one is super fun and he is definitely influenced by R&B in this one. So all of my genre bending lovers out there, this one is for you and it's a must for your summer playlist his Latin flair to the country music world with his debut self-titled album. I love this. I love seeing people come in and shake up the country music world from the norm. I am a big genre melting pot loving kind of person and this album is not only super fun and really great but it's 15 tracks long which for a debut album I absolutely love because I feel like right out the gate that's giving us so many songs to let us know who you are as an artist so I think that's really great and there are so many great tracks on here honestly I'm telling you listen to the whole thing but I absolutely love the last track party with strangers spring break is really fun and also make sure you check out somebody else's whiskey teamed up for hold my beer volume three it's a six song ep and they're all so fun make sure you check out i moved into a bar and dumb kids it's made for this from her highly anticipated album the devil i know and this song is so great it has such a wonderful message up on her social she wrote Made for This is about touring and the life of musicians, but this song reaches beyond that. It's not just touring musicians and bands and crews who are on the road 200 plus days a year who are calling home for a telephone goodnight kiss. It's also members of our military, our truck drivers, and those that work long or odd hours sacrificing time with their family. I just thought that was such a special message. And of course, everything Ashley touches turns to gold. So make sure you check this track out. It's absolutely fantastic. Collins combined his love of flying and music in his new single, I Don't Think She Knows. And the vocal quality that he has is so interesting to me. It gives me total like Weezer, Bare Naked Ladies vibes, which is something that we are not hearing from anyone in this genre right now. So right off the bat, that really stood out for me. And this song is just really good. It's very pleasant to listen to. It's definitely one you'll want to add to your summer playlist. 
captured the pleasures of West Texas in his cover of In West Texas, Cloud Appreciation Society. And the song is so great. And this definitely gives me that singer-songwriter type of vibe that I love in country music. And the vocals on it are also perfect. I love how it's been arranged. You are going to love it too. You're going to want to, you know, open up nice bottle of wine, sit down and listen to this one. To all the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. To talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. I already talked about this guy a little earlier in the show, but this week's video is Dean M. Collins with I Don't Think She Knows. The video has a ton of great imagery in it, including personal photographs, special places to him, and even recording in the studio. Go check the video out on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. So excited to jump into a conversation with Jordana Bryant. So let me throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Jordana now. Let's dive in. Before we talk about your music, you are, I think, the queen of TikTok and (laughs) Instagram reels. You are so creative and so fun. And I'm always so excited to post a new one. So why do you feel like it's so important to use that platform in your career? I think it is... Social media is such a great tool to get to connect with people across the world and share your music with people across the world. I think um, we're so lucky in that we live in a digital age where there's no middleman that you have to go through to connect with fans and you literally have direct access to, to share your music with anyone who's, you know, any one of the millions or billions of people who are on those platforms. And I think that is so special. And I think it's also so cool that you know we get to use music to to build this community and especially during the pandemic I found that you know music was really just the tool for me to to be able to connect with people and to talk about how we were feeling and to to build a community that was so much more than just playing music but that was really about lifting people up and making people feel welcome and and like they're part of something. No I love that and I feel like TikTok was such an outlet for so many people during the pandemic, not only to be creative, but connect. But I feel like it was so perfect for you because you were able to really grow this fan base and connect with fans, like you said, directly, who I've, uh, you know, your fans and us have been loving this new EP. So talk to me about how one preps for an EP. I feel like a lot of people think that you just kind of get in a room and it's just done. But talk to me about how you prep for an EP. Yeah, it's so it's a lot of I think the early stages are just writing a bunch and trying to figure out what you want to say on the EP. And for me, you know, this being my real like my first real project, I really wanted it to to show a little bit of who I am both as a person and as, as an artist. And um, and so I wanted it to feel positive and and uplifting and um, because that's a lot of who I am is looking for the positive in, in every situation. So even the the breakup songs, I wanted to feel anthemic. And so as we started writing this project, um, it was important to me that, you know, I don't think every song needs to be happy. I don't think that's a true yeah. representation of any person, but that the overall message of the EP is, you know, that whatever you're going through, there's always, you know, you're going to get through it and there's always some positive to look for. So 
Um, that definitely played a part in choosing which songs were on it, choosing the order of it. You know, that's one mm -hmm. of the reasons why we chose Breathe to be the last song, because it's kind of about centering yourself and, and taking time to just remind yourself that you're going to get through whatever you're dealing with. Um, but then once you finish the the writing and the recording process, it's a lot of figuring out it, like, you know, when is the right time to start posting these songs? <laughs> like, what, you know, how do you go about sharing and, and, and teasing these songs and announcing that, you know, you have an EP coming out. And I think, you know, honestly, for me, that is one of the most fun parts because you get to kind of build the excitement. And um, and it's, it's fun because I think I was at the stage where I was really wanting to put out a project and a lot of people on social media were wanting me to put a project out. So it was it was so fun to get the, to share the news of, you know, it's finally happening and um, you know, to get to show some behind the scenes of, of the making of the EP. And it's been such a blast to get to put it out. I know. Well, we are loving it. And you had a hand in writing all of these tracks, which I think is so wonderful. But I have a feeling just kind of chatting with you and listening to the music and watching all of your TikToks and socials, that this was a very therapeutic process for you. Am I right in that thinking? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think there's nothing better to to you know kind of capture your feelings and, and express them than songwriting songwriting is such a therapeutic process because you kind of get to process what you're feeling in a way that i you know i don't think there's really an equal to to songwriting and how it just it lets you really figure out how you're feeling and process it and put it to words and um and so it was it was definitely a fun project to to write and i love that i got to you know, write about a lot of different things. I love that Holy is a faith-based song because that's, you know, a part of who I am and that's something that I want to share in my music. I love that there's, you know, a bunch of upbeat songs on the project. And it was also something that as we were figuring out what songs were going to be on the project, I'm I'm really happy that we got to, you know, kind of listen to to fans and listeners and really take that into account too and um, and try to figure out what what songs, you know, both the team wanted to release, but also what we felt, you know, that audience and listeners were really uh, wanting to hear. And that's one of the reasons that I love getting to tease songs on social media. It really helps you, you know, figure out what songs to put out. Yeah, I feel like, you mean, I'm aging myself here, but that didn't seem like a thing back in the day. It was kind of just like, here's Tim McGraw's new album. Hope you like yeah. it. And you kind of had to like, go through the weeds of it yourself, but I want to ask you about writing with Cooper Allen. I feel like that is quite the whirlwind of a room. So talk to me about writing a song with him and just how his energy and positive platform kind of meshes with yours. Yeah, totally. I've always been a big fan of Cooper. I love how, like you said, his stuff is so, like, it just makes you happy watching his videos and his, you know, platform is so um, positive. It feels like a community, and I love that. And so um, we had connected through my producer Seth Mosley, who um, I write with a, a bunch of. Uh, I wrote. I write a bunch of my songs with him, and he produces a bunch of my stuff. And um, he also works with Cooper Allen a lot. And so he connected us, and uh, we got in the room, the three of us. And as we were writing, it was so funny to me to see someone like Cooper and we were like you know we were writing a breakup song and so he was in the mindset of like a teenage girl like trying to express and he's like you know boy it's too much it's too soon and it was just <laughs> it was such a fun a fun room to be in and um Cooper is so talented I think you know a lot of people wouldn't expect um the versatility of his writing and um you know he's more in that you know country um 
fun party song vibe but he has such a an ability to write much more than that and he's um such an awesome person too he's you know he always makes you laugh and it always makes you smile so it was it was a fun one to write I love it. So I have to ask you too, going through the track list, uh, you don't get to, why did, Why was that in all lowercase and in very much in uh, texting lingo? What was kind of the catalyst for having that? Yeah, so that song, um, going into the writing session, I, um, I was writing with two guys, Jonathan Gamble and Jason Early, who I write with a bunch. And um, we had gotten into the room and Jonathan was like, what do you want to write today? And I said, I have this idea for a song called You Don't Get To. And he was like, I also have an idea for a song called You Don't Get To. And so we both had um, two separate song ideas with that title. And we kind of merged our ideas into this um, you know, double entendre meaning where it's you don't get, you know, two chances and and you don't get to do this and you don't get to come back again. And um, and so we wanted to kind of keep it ambiguous and keep that double meaning. So um, so we kind of wrote it in that, you know, number two where it's ambiguous to what, you know, what the two is. It could be both meanings. And um, and also just I feel like the, the song is very fun and um, and, you know, I think it's very like teenage young like how you know how a lot of us feel with um those relationships so we wanted to kind of keep it in that fun like texting you know type of um title I guess I love it it's so fun and I love that you kind of bring up that ambiguity I don't even know if I'm saying that right but like it's (laughs) such a 90s thing that I love that you're bringing that back but you also have your new friends collection out that I have been loving but Talk to me about the decisions that you had with your team to kind of take this one song and show kind of three different sides of it. Yeah. So, um, you know, as I was talking with my team, we I I wanted to be putting out some more music, um, you know, for for listeners. And we were talking about how we we didn't want to move away from the EP um, yet as it's something I'm going to be playing this whole summer as I'm doing shows. But um, I was thinking, you know, the, the anniversary of the the one year anniversary of new friends being released was coming up and um, it's just been so awesome that people are still streaming the song and still you know um, sharing it and and that means so much to me and I wanted to kind of do something to say thank you for all of the support over the past year and and so I thought it would be you know um, it would be really cool to get to make an acoustic version because I feel like the song is very much story based and I love that acoustic versions kind of give you that opportunity to focus and highlight the lyrics and um you know and so I wanted to to make a version like that and then I was thinking that it would be fun to to kind of since it is summer to to put out a more upbeat um fun version of it exactly exactly and you know um even though the story is a little um you know, is a little more um, heartfelt and emotional. I wanted to make a version that was an upbeat, fun summer summer version. So I'm excited that I got to kind of put out two different takes on the song, and um, and I hope listeners, you know, enjoy getting to hear a you know a kind of different spin on New Friends. I love it. Are you going to play all three songs, all three different versions in a row when you're out on the road? No, I'm totally maybe kidding. not. <laughs> This is this version. This is this version. This and is this now version. I'll take a vote. Yeah. Straight the same but talk song. to me, right? Talk to me about being on the road. Super excited for you. You're going out with a girl named Tom, which is like a huge deal. So talk to me about how you kind of put together your set list. You have so much music out. 
how does one kind of a, a tackle that daunting task of what do people want to hear? What do I yeah, want to say? For sure. I think it definitely, I, I kind of first focused on where I'm playing because yeah. playing at a bar versus playing at the listening room for writers around you, you know, have a very different audience. And um, I think it's just important to, to remember who your audience is. And, you know, we all want to entertain the audience. That's, I think every performer's goal is to leave them feeling like they they just saw a great show and and like they had a lot of fun and so um depending on where i'm playing and and what scenario that'll kind of affect my set list um and you know since i just put out an ep i do play a lot of those songs but um you know some of the slower songs like too much too soon depending if it's you know more of a festival vibe or you know i might not play that one i might up to play some unreleased songs that are um, you know more upbeat and i i always love at least putting one unreleased song into the set list. I feel like it's, you know, it's always a fun thing. And, um, you know, going into to shows, I think you kind of have to assume when you're opening up for someone that most people aren't going to know your music. Uh, so, you know, it's a great opportunity to play some of the songs that people can go and, and stream afterwards. But, um, you know, when you're in a setting where a lot of people who are fans of your music are coming to see you, I think it's really fun to get to play some unreleased stuff and, and give people a sneak peek on onto what might be coming soon. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So you have checked off so many boxes this year. I can't even believe it's like July, but what's <laughs> maybe one more thing that you really want to check off your 2023 box? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I have a few, I have a few goals. I'm not sure if this will necessarily happen in 2023, but playing the Grand Old Opry is definitely oh, on my yes. bucket list. Um, I, I just love the history there and so many people who have made such an impact and such a legacy in country music have played there and are members there. And so that would definitely be uh, something in the next year that I would love to love to do. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting to play some more live shows and go on the road this fall um, and hopefully, you know, get to put out some new music as well. Yes. Awesome. Well, you are just the absolute sweetest. We are so excited for you and happy 4th of July. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful weekend with that just very idyllic picture behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a great 4th yeah, of July. Yeah. Awesome. Bye. It was great catching up with you. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. I want to take another moment to share even more about the upcoming Rebels and Renegades Music Festival. This three-day country festival coming to Monterey, California, October 6th through the 8th, is set to be iconic with performances from Turnpike Troubadours, Whiskey Myers, Wills Co., and more. Known for bringing the hippies and the cowboys together with some killer music, interactive art stations, and a local maker's marketplace with delicious food peddlers. Rebels and Renegades salutes the outlaw in all of us. Get your tickets today at allcountrynews.com and we'll see you there. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. 
You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.